The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, if you're looking for some great tips and tricks on preparing the Christmas dinner, stay listening to my next guest, television chef and recipe developer Erica Drum has lots up her sleeve. Welcome and happy Christmas, Erica. And to you, Claire. So exciting, isn't it? This is the first where Santa will be coming back down your chimney because you became a mom this year. I know. I'm so excited. I love Santa. Magical is back for you I'm from so now on. I'm so excited. Thank you. Will you be putting her in a kind of a Christmas onesie? Is she, is she going to be dressed to the nines? She pretty much has been for the past two weeks. My partner vetoes <laughs> a lot of things. But yeah, I know it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, but, just my first Christmas, yeah, all that. People yeah. kind of gift them to you as well. Yeah, so. so you have to wear them. Yeah, I think you have yeah. to wear them. Quite cheesy. Okay, let's start then. You're going to give your tips and tricks. So canapes with the with the drinks. Yes. Well, you know, it's a day for eating and drinking, really, isn't it? Starting as early as you can. Well, do you start with <laughs> breakfast? I don't really. As kids, my memory of breakfast was, um, you know, the selection box of Kellogg's Cornflakes, all the different ones. Oh, yeah, the variety pack. Variety pack. And it was so special. But my brother always got the corn pops. But anyway, so I'll probably have a bowl of them just for nostalgic reasons. One of them, I don't buy them anymore. So it's really nice. Something light. I don't go the full fry because there's a lot. I need to keep the space for, as I said, the canapes, which will start at about 12. Um, and they're fabulous with the drink. And just to start the festive you know, eating, I suppose. We've lots of lovely guests, friends and family come over for a drink. That's always happened. Even though they look small, there's quite a lot of work oh, in is. them. So give us the top tips. What what gets served? So jazzing up your cocktail sausages. Bro- get your cocktail sausages nice and brown. I like them nice and crispy. And a little bit of um, mango chutney, soy sauce and toasted sesame seeds. So you literally just put that on towards the end. Or you can have marmalade or something sweet that, fights with or not fights compliments the fattiness of the sausage um, is really good I do a thing called pinwheels where um, we have flat pastry from the freezer you know those rolls of pastry something like that don't be going to hassle especially today like um, where I'd put salami and cheese and maybe pesto or mustard or something roll it up and slice it and bake those little discs in the oven they're so tasty and then again, I don't think people should, f- the biggest thing for me about Christmas is just kind of take a holistic attitude towards it before you even go anywhere. It's just calm. It's it's a day to celebrate and have fun. So if you want to buy your dips, buy your crisps or whatever, you know, you can buy everything these days. Obviously, I love cooking in our home, but I would prefer to go to somebody's house who was happy and calm and enjoying themselves rather than really panicked and stressed out trying to do too many things. You know, we wouldn't try and do that any other day of the year. Yeah, yeah. so keep it really simple. So I think like the shop-bought pastry is a really good idea. And like that's only smearing it with a bit of pesto, rolling it up. But the smell is amazing. It looks amazing. And it didn't take that much effort. I'm into these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. And something like that, you are essentially making it, but obviously you've bought the bits. But, you know, and you can go get... I do those with minced meat as well as a dessert thing. So I'll put the pastry out, roll it, uh, put the minced meat kind of uh, spread and then I'll roll it and maybe dust it with icing or make an icing glaze. Like a the, min- the, the like mince pie mince yes, meat. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> like for dessert. But yeah, 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 I mean, you could do it with actual mince as well. That's a different, yeah, different you course. Actually, I must try it. But um, something like that, where you, you buy the mince meat, buy if you buy really quality stuff as well, you you can you could do a few secrets there and pretend it was yours, no one's you know, or you could genuinely just say that you did, but you're supporting local shops, maybe you know all these markets that are on today, and I'd say we're nearly towards the end of it, but you could get a lovely jar of mince meat 
or something like that or someone's homemade chutney or something. So that's where, oh, chutney's really good with the cocktail sausages too, I have to say. That is a really good tip. Mm. So you also say keep it simple for the starters. Yeah, and I've been doing this Instagram um, chats over the past few weeks coming up to Christmas, countdown chats with different chefs and foodies. And the biggest thing, and I think we all know it really is a tradition in Ireland, is that we'll have shellfish or fish of some kind, smoked salmon, um, crab, prawns, obviously if we're so lucky to do this. But they are served cold, out of a packet and just pimps, as I'd say, aren't they? And delicious. And probably something like a prawn cocktail. Okay, we're swinging into the 80s, but they're fabulous and so simple. Again, your sauce is mayonnaise, ketchup. Um, Graham Hertridge, chef, told me a little bit of brandy, a bit of Tabasco and loosen it with a little bit of whipped cream. So that could be your berry rose sauce, for, which is gorgeous with your crab or your smoked salmon or your prawn cocktail. Like, yeah. And like as you said earlier, you want to keep things light because you have a massive big dinner coming up and a big heavy yeah. dessert if you're going like the Christmas pud and mm. custard kind of route. So you, you, we do need to be strategic in what we are eating, as you say, if we're lucky enough to do so. Mm. And I think that's a really nice light starter. And smoked salmon and brown bread, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Just like butter a bit of bread, throw it on, a few yeah. lemon wedges. And we don't have it that often. It's it's quite bougie, isn't yeah. it? You don't really have it on a, you don't have it on a Tuesday. I think you're missing a few courses there. You forgot the cheese later on, and also the sandwich in the evening. You know the yes, yeah, so strategies. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot strategies are needed. Yes. So, what are ways to keep yourself calm? You've got some really good tips for today. Write your shopping list if you still haven't done your shopping. If you have done your shopping or you're coming home with your shopping or your shopping's still in the car or you're worried, just clear out your fridge a little bit. You know, one of the chefs was telling me, Maria Hart, she was saying, take those jars, you know those random jars that are at the top and whatever. Start binning them if they're gone or whatever or just put them in a box out in the garden. Like Obviously the weather's cold enough and even if it's warmer tomorrow, you could, you could literally just keep them out there for the day. It's no big deal. That space in your fridge, the space on your counters to create a bit of calm before you start cooking. That's Yeah, you're suggesting even like putting away the toaster and stuff. Put away the toaster. I mean, it's quite genius, really. (laughs) Obviously after breakfast, but yeah, clear out the counter space. That'll be for tomorrow. That's for when you're going to serve and you're you're starting everything off. And it is really clever. I suppose we do like to have a bit of toast in the morning, so maybe not straight away. But I, like coming from train chef and background you know that you have to have your station cleared you know that you have to have your mise en place which is all your bits ready to go and it's something that can easily transfer into the kitchen into the home kitchen just be a little bit you know organised in that sense before you start like sometimes I see cooks at home starting to prep something on top of mess but that's just going to mess with your head I think maybe not yeah no I know and it does get stressful and then you know the sink is Kids piled high and, this, and there's flour everywhere you're trying to like roll yeah, out pastry yeah, yeah it yeah. just all gets a bit too much so you're right give yourself as much space but sorry I did jump on to Christmas Day with the removal of the toaster we have cleared out mm. the fridge and then do you suggest that people prepare their veg today ahead of tomorrow so yes if you don't panic if you don't have loads of time but it, it is something to take away from tomorrow's not stress it won't be a stress it's going to be a gorgeous day all your family are there it's a lovely place yeah, throw nice on the Christmas tunes yeah. get your peeler out get going yeah exactly so today and um, things like carrots uh, can be in water even your roasties could actually be parboiled and put into the fridge just bare Eric Matthews says keep them with no covering 
and let them get a bit of fridgeness. That's that was his. Do they not go black? Not cooked. So okay. that will stop the cooking. Now, if you want to do them from raw and keep them f- till tomorrow in water with a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of acid, even a bit of vinegar will stop the blackness. But ideally, try and get that oven in use or the hobs in use today. So get one little element done. I think, personally, carrots can be reheated quite well. You know, there are some vegetables, but they, roasties aren't amazing to be... They never crisp back they to where don't. they were. Sure no, they don't. No. It's so annoying. Yeah. So that would be something that would go in the oven after the turkey comes out. But today you could do your stuffing. You could do uh, one of the recipes one of the guys was talking about. It was fabulous. Do your stuffing into a sausage kind of um, shape when tinfoil. Pierce holes in it. And when your turkey's roasting tomorrow, towards the end, put it in there, in that tray, so that the holes can absorb the juice. Isn't that genius? So now, today, make your stuffing. That's perfect to go in the fridge. That's Or not even, actually. It's just bread, really. You could stay out if you don't have the fridge space. Um, what else will we be doing? Oh, Brussels sprouts. I have them prepped in advance. They go through my Magimix, so, or food processor of any kind. If you have a food processor at home, I don't know if you have one, Claire, where it came with loads of bits and a box of bits is in your press and you didn't, you don't know what half of them are, go have a look at them, guys. Pull them out. It looks like a CD and on it will be a slicer. It's essentially for cheese or whatever. If you put a whole Brussels sprouts, I don't even peel my Brussels sprouts because I think life's too short. I just give them a nice wash and they'll go through the slicer and I get shredded Brussels sprouts ready to go and they'll go in my wok. But I wouldn't fry them in advance, but I at least have them shredded, done the machine is cleaned. That's out of the way. This yeah. is a serious revelation to me because <laughs> I do love a Brussels sprout but there's so much work in them because you're chopping the bottom off then you're taking a few layers off and yeah. I have often thought this is a time I'll never get back in my life. No. And you're saying no. Leave those outside layers. Why, what, what, Would you do? chop the bottom off even? No. Sure no. cooks. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Because if, if you think of them as little cabbages I, this is all part of my food waste brain as well. You know, I'm like why? They yeah. cook. Do you know, if you're worried the bottom won't cook, cook it for a little bit longer. I'd rather have it like that than be an hour doing them. And I think that's one another reason why people don't eat Brussels sprouts. The other one is because people have boiled them to death for however many years. But they're yeah. fabulous. So what do you do with them in this wok? So traditionally kind of, uh, traditionally it's boiled till, till they're mush. But nowadays, traditionally is a bit of chestnut if you can get it, which is really nice. And pancetta. So do the pancetta I would do the pancetta in the wok first. Let the fat come out of the pancetta. Really nice. This is all positive. Fat here is positive. It's Christmas Day. Take the pancetta out, but leave the um, fat that's in the in the wok. And so your pancetta is nice and crispy. It's the same way as doing carbonara or something. And then in goes your um, sprouts. Give them, they don't need long. Like they really don't, even with that bit on the, but they don't need long if they've been sliced finely um, or, th- or sliced, not even finely, even quartered, they don't need long. Uh, give that uh, a little um, toss around in your wok or even a frying pan, it's grand. A little bit of salt. Be careful if you're using bacon or pancetta because it's salty. Um, some of that chopped chestnut is sweet. I like to put scallion in actually, but only towards the end. So you can get that kind of rawness from the scallion. It's really nice with it. Give it a go, Give it a go, guys. Everyone has some scallions. And um, maybe even some toasted sesame seeds. I know I said those earlier, but they're really gorgeous for extra crunch. And then the pancetta goes back in just when you're finished because otherwise it would start to burn. So you've got the crispy pancetta going back in. It's really gorgeous. I want them now. Are you allowed to eat them now? 
Yes, yeah. we are. We yeah. are just tasting, tasting yeah, yeah. as we go, yeah, tasting exactly. as we go. Just but you kind of do that like half an hour before you're going to serve. Is that right? For me, yes. Sadly, that is a recipe that would need to be done a la minute, as they say. But you could do gratin Brussels sprouts where you have them in a like a little bit of a cheese sauce with cheese on top baked in the oven. You could do those today. That's another great idea. Dauphinoise potatoes. All done today, if you want. They're the best sort of thing. You know, if I was on the show a month ago, I'd be like, get your Dauphinoise in the freezer now. Do you know? And you could nearly yeah. have them in a day. But today is, you could have, and the sorry, the slicer I spoke about, if, if you're only listening, the slicer on those uh, food processors, brilliant for potatoes. So you know the way no one likes making Dauphinoise or gratin potatoes because they have to slice the potatoes. And it's really hard to get them nice and thin and that's what really makes it. And most of us have one. Like, I think they're, they start from 50 quid. They're the... The wider ones I'm talking about with usually a disc-shaped thing. It's in the utensils part of it. Yeah, in that box it's yeah. taken up loads of room. <laughs> Let's make it mean something. What about the turkey then? I think that's the thing people have most panic about. It's the biggest bird yeah. they roast all year. There's a lot of pressure for it to be perfect and it's hard to get it right. Yeah, there's. Um, it's hard to get it right because I think we all a lot of us overcook it, sadly. Don't be so scared, you know, just take a, take a breath for a second. You've cooked many roast chickens. It's just a little bit bigger. Don't be too worried. Um, I think if you're, you know, a little bit more of a pro in the kitchen or you're, you've been practising a lot over COVID or whatever the past few years, you could brine it or something today, which is putting it into, um, you know, a salt or pickle bath or whatever. But realistically, I think simple is best. I would always put loads of butter. I'm a butter fan, butter queen, underneath the skin and the breast. I would keep it out of the fridge for a little bit before it's going into the oven to try and not be ice cold going in. And someone recommended Delia Smith's measurements of time to the weight of your turkey. I'm not going to, I don't know them offhand here. Google is our friend here, but also to make sure it rests. So I would rather eat cold turkey meat that's rested than roasting hot because you cut it straight away and all the juice has gone away that's why it's dry we let it rest when the chef said let it rest for as long as you've cooked it so that could be three hours and then people are like will it not be cold it might get a bit cold but that's okay warm your plates in the microwave there's a little tip for you they can go straight in the microwave in a stack Um, last thing to go on the table and the hottest thing to go on the table should be your gravy yeah so boil the kettle, pour that boiling water in whatever vessel you're serving the gravy from and let that be the last thing to go on the table. So it tops that turkey. Or if you're really upset about it being cold, let it rest. The resting is so important. Slice it up, pour a little gravy over it, tin foil over and back in the oven for 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, okay. a bit of butter as well. Sure. Yeah, top tip. Yeah. I don't eat turkey and ham. So do you have any vegan or veggie suggestions? Because people have a lot more of these non-meat eaters at the table these days. They do. And I think, it, to be really honest, we might be a little bit too close now. If if they have it sorted, that's brilliant. If you don't, the supermarkets all have brilliant uh, loaf recipes. I don't know if people will want to be making them, but I have a lovely nut loaf recipe on my Instagram page that I adore and I'd go for that as well like I you know a lot of us are Claire a lot of us are kind of weeding back a little bit off the meat so that's why making your veggies at the table really gorgeous is brilliant as well I lean on the pastry again the shop-bought pastry I kind of fill it with a lot of the things we've talked about Brussels sprouts like they have to be pre-cooked Yeah, fill it with all the Christmassy bits the Christmassy spices fold it back together cranberry sauce through it as well 
into the oven and you have that in slices. It's like kind of a veggie roulade and it looks so fancy and it's actually so easy. Sometimes I even bought, I don't know if they do them anymore, but there was, sometimes you could get bags of frozen, you know, pre-cooked veggies veggies, and I just throw them in with a few bits of sprinkly Christmas. So that is a really top tip. Mm. Dessert then. Well, do you eat Christmas pudding? It's the most (laughs) wonderful time of the year when I sit with my mum's Christmas pudding, custard and cream. Yes. You should sing that, Claire, really. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, there's, I'd say it's a, it's a half and half. That's just my personal studies done over it, where people really don't yeah, like it. No, it's a marmite. It. it is a marmite. Yeah. And I get it. It's quite an acquired taste. Yeah, but it's stunning. What would you have with yours? A custard and cream. Cu- custard and cream. Yeah. So you wild. Oh, no, yes. And no brandy butter? Um, no, I'm not mad on it. I've kind of stuck to this tradition. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to sway with it now. You're so excited. I wait for it all year. I'm yeah, not going to start trying something new. <laughs> okay. Brandy, I love brandy butter with mince pies as well. So yeah, I think keeping the tradition, the flambeing of it at the table, like I remember that since I'm three, you know, and I'm sure your kids love it as well. Like oh, everyone loves that. It's so exciting. It's hard to do, by the way. <laughs> Loads of brandy is really important and a match, guys. Try not to do it with the lighter. But it is an exciting thing. But then the kids might be like, oh, God, it looks great. But, it, you know, so give something a little bit more, um, I suppose, the crowd pleasing. Banoffee, meringue, pavlova. If you haven't got it, go to the supermarket, buy those buy those meringues, the um, the nest pre-made nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make an eating mess. Something light like that. You know, I absolutely adore a chocolate roulade on Christmas Day. But, but look, I don't know what's happening tomorrow. It's all a surprise. But there'll always be a pudding in our house. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, to you and all of the drums Thank and you. all your extended family, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll be down at what time for my yeah. uh, mushroom filo? <laughs> Claire only lives around the, near me. Yeah. About 12, Claire. 12 to 2. 12 to 2. <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you so, so much, Thank Erica you, Drum. Happy Christmas. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.